Yo, 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 yo. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hola. Other languages and ways to say hi. Welcome to episode number two. Podcast episode number two of We Can Be Heroes. I'm your host, John Toronto, along with my little brother slash co-host, Matthew Toronto. Well, hello. Out here ready to talk about this new episode of WandaVision. I couldn't wait. Usually we record this at night or, you know, we plan to, but I couldn't wait. He called me. He called me right after he watched it. Probably it was ready to talk about. It. I said, shut up, shut up. We're going to save it for the podcast, baby. That's all it's about. Oh yeah, baby. So, Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're here to talk about, there's a lot of content to talk about this recent episode, a quick little 38 minute episode, but having a lot of stuff kind of uh, bunched in and, uh, I know Matt's ready to talk about it, so I'm gonna let him start it off and see what he he wants to kind of start off the the pod with and uh, from that little WandaVision episode there. Sure, sure. So uh, I mean, cash out of the bag, right? Agnes is a uh, Agatha Harkness. So I- I'm curious what your thoughts were about the reveal. I mean, from the beginning, fans, you and I, our older brother Angel, close friends and such. I mean, we predicted this from the beginning. Um, the question is when they're going to reveal, you know, her true purpose right. in the show. So I'm curious what your thoughts were about, you know, her, her mischievous ways. <sighs> I mean, that whole last, what, a minute, th- 15 seconds of showing how she influenced everything within the hex, but still wasn't causing the hex in reality. Like she was just throwing little things in there to kind of mess with Wanda. Yep. Um I mean, Agatha, I mean, I don't know if anybody really knows the background of Agatha. She has a very, very big connection to the Fantastic Four, first of all. Uh, I don't think they're going that route, but they could, obviously. Uh, You know, she also has a very big connection to Mephisto. She had a lot to do with uh, Mephisto's uh, creation of the children. Um, I think the the, the general idea was Mephisto gave parts of his soul to create um, Speed and Wakan. so it's kind of leaning that way, right? Like we all knew Agnes was some kind of part of a larger scheme, whether she was, no doubt. I mean, doing something herself, which we kind of figured was the case, but although, you know, we're starting to see like, honestly, it's funny when Wanda went into the, the basement, it looked like uh, Sokovia where Ultron was, was building his new body. Uh, you know, the, the vibranium body. Um and I'm like, yo, are they going to reference like a big Ultron reveal here or something? Like, I didn't know where they were going. And then you see the spell book, the, what I thought was the devil's book. So I thought Mephisto was going to pop up like that. I didn't um, know. <laughs> I was like, he's coming, which which still kind of shows it's him, though. I mean. To a degree, right. That could be his little layer types and, you know, thing like that. Or his, his I got a theory in a second we can go over. So, <laughs> but for me. Um, 110% knew Agnes was some kind of evil being. I knew she was playing fucking dumb when it came to the uh, Halloween episode and she was in the car acting like she didn't know what was going on. The evil laugh kind of gave it up. <laughs> I mean, it's like <laughs> the cliche, like old 2000s movie, which is where they were at in the, you know, the timeline. Exactly. The hex. It's and like, it also, <laughs> right. And, and, like, <laughs> yeah. And then we also take into account how the Halloween episode was meant to um, highlight like how the characters are. What I mean by that yes. is like their true identities. Yes. yes. I mean, is it coincidental? Like in no way they coincidentally put her in a witch costume. Like, come I on. mean, that clear Stop. as day, they're just Stop. telling us like, Hey, you guys are right. You know, maybe we're pissed about it, but you're still not right fully. Cause there's still other things trickling all around that hex that you don't know about. So, uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, to see with, you know, every influence she had obviously was, was kind of, uh, the, the main reason Pietro popped up. Now, I guess I wanted to ask what's your, so, I mean, we see her literally bring Pietro in and we know Wanda on the other side of that door said, I didn't do this, or I didn't bring you here to some degree. Right. Um, why, why Pietro and why that Pietro still like, are we still on the, on the, what? Is that the Pietro Agatha knows? Is that just someone? I mean, this how would you know if, Ag- if Agatha is in this uh, main Earth MCU Earth, right? What even made her think about that Pietro or that version? Now, I I have a theory. So I know previous episode I mentioned the possibility of Pietro being Mephisto, 
not the case. And I, I even spoke with, I spoke directly with Angel about this, and obviously we could discuss it now on the podcast, where, so there, there's one specific reason why Evan Peters should not be Mephisto, and that is it would be way too confusing for general audiences. Right. When you hear the name Quicksilver, you automatically attach it to Evan Peters. Of course, no disrespect to Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think he right, did, he did a, a, a job. fine job in oh, yeah. the role, Much despite respectful. only appearing in one movie. Right. Um, or, of course, the entire MCU, right? Right. Um, and secondly, they are obviously trying to set up the multiverse. And the commercial that they showed this episode was Nexus. And I'm not sure if you like caught on to Nexus, but it's essentially a gateway to multiple realities. Similar to, I'm not sure if you watched Star Wars Rebels, like the world between worlds almost. Right. You have all these right. realities clashing with each other. And my right. idea is Agatha was testing the waters to see if Wanda is capable of handling bringing in other people from different realities. And I think she wants Mephisto in the in the MCU canon, if that makes sense. She yeah. wants Mephisto to be drawn into right. this reality so they you, can rule over this world. Do you think Mephisto... So Mephisto is, is from my understanding, and you, you can even vouch for it or not, but... There's one Mephisto. Like, even though there's multiple realities, there's only one Mephisto in all of the MCU canon, correct? Is that my, or Marvel canon, is that correct? Like, there's not I, multiple devils in each reality. So, I, I, I think he handles think, everything. I would not think so. I mean, we can right. also, uh, I mean, I, I would imagine it's similar to like Christ on Infinite Earths, like Lucifer. I mean, there's only one devil. Realistically, one uh, devil all, that handles right? all of that the universes. Because right. he, he gave so, access to those keys and, Right. Through, the, through the Arrowverse in the one episode yeah okay that makes right. sense um so i have a theory so do you think it's necessarily her trying to bring mephisto over which is probably obvious but do you think all of this going on amongst the hex is some large ritual to make it happen in a way with yeah. wanda being a key proponent of that I, I think I absolutely agree. I Wanda because you can see like near the end where Agatha managed to take hold of Wanda's. I mean, Which is Agatha nuts. has been doing this like for, for God knows how long. Quite a while, we, right? We have no idea how long this has been happening. Right. I mean, this has been going on for like months. I mean, I would assume probably like maybe a month or two at the most. Right. Probably right. When like Endgame a, a started or something like that. Right exactly. after she left Clint, talking to Clint. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Um, right. And. In my, I think I absolutely agree. I mean, yet she Agatha wants to see how powerful Wanda can truly become. Right. And if last if last episode not to solidify how powerful Wanda is, given her crazed state, even Agatha realizes that she needs to contain her power level. I There's mean, even revealing herself, right, and possibly taking away her children, maybe even killing. Not to say like Agatha will kill children. I mean, I mean. Right. A bit too dark for the MCU, but well, I mean, all we have no idea what happens to the all children. throughout the the comic canon. I mean, like I said, Agatha's not necessarily the biggest villain out there. I mean, there's times where she's literally helped uh, the Fantastic Four fight Annihilus. I don't know if you know Annihilus is he he's a big villain of the negative realm, the negative world, or whatever you call it, where the the Fantastic Four have traveled before. Mm, it's kind of like the 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 opposite world of what you are, the negative world realm or whatever they call it. Um, sure, he's yeah. a villain in there. He helps. She helps fight that in the, you know, in the in the comics. So again, I, I always want to look back to Fantastic Four because we still haven't seen the guy that that Monica mentioned. By the way, my guy, he hasn't popped up my yet, guy. as far as we okay. know. Gotcha. You so did I, say I my guy. Okay, so I am glad you mentioned that because I originally thought the aerospace engineer was meant to throw us off. Um, okay. because we obviously see, uh, like Monica has close ties with. Uh, like military generals because right. of her mother of course right and i originally thought i was a bit disappointed i mean you know i, I understand obviously like to connect oh we have to remember you know maria rambo obviously you know was part of the air force she i mean she was essentially a huge factor in, i mean i think she is the founder of sort if i'm not mistaken i mean right, she literally, right. literally founded the organization <laughs> of course um, i mean but know, who's so. to say like you know the contact when she contacted him, it wasn't, hey, I'm going to meet you out there. It was, hey, I'll build this this machine for you. So it could have still been, you know, for our, for our theory purposes, it, it could have been Reed's though, right? I mean, Reed could have built 
which it failed, which kind of makes sense because Reed had some technological struggles early in his MCU or Marvel canon. Um, So, you know, maybe he just didn't do a good job, like the typical Reed that we know that gets better throughout, you know, throughout the time of, well, throughout the time of working with Stark, which we won't get that in the the MCU, but um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. I know. Rest in peace. We we need Stark back. We'll we'll go into that every week if we have to, but... um, (laughs) I, you know, there's the guy is not really shown yet. I, I know that for a fact. I mean, that that general that popped up could have been someone that he's worked with to have obviously have that equipment delivered. Exactly. Um, yep. So we don't know. Reed can still pop up, but maybe he's the the last big thing we see before you know this, the the reveal of Mephisto or whatever the case is. He, or Doctor Strange last one. even. What was that? Or Doctor Strange even. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange can still pop up. up. I mean, yep. try to help out. You know, remember, it's all magic, sorcery. It's all, you know, Agatha makes the comment, uh, you're not the only one that could do magic here. It's like, whoa. Mm. It's like, Agatha's such a good character, bro. She, you know, looking through, like, I'm not a big, like, I haven't read all the comics for me when I look into stuff like this. Like, I really just go and look at, you know, online. I kind of dig stuff up and try to find stuff that makes sense and sounds cool or whatever. Um, but Agatha's a really good character. She's she goes back to like the Salem witch trials. I mean, she's that old and she's been around that long. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's that's her background. Like she, you know, where where maybe she was only in that uh, that period in the past in certain comics. Maybe she just was and is still part of today as well. You know what I mean? So in the MCU, meaning, um, I yeah, Major Goodner was not was not the was not the big reveal first of all as a woman she said her guy you know um obviously big help for gunner to come through um so wanda's losing control clear as day i mean she's slowly unwinding she's been unwinding since vision died and then she got snapped and came back and almost killed thanos never had the revenge that could have essentially cleared her conscience she never got to kill thanos herself um she never really had closure. She still, she, I mean, you got to think this is three weeks after Endgame, going on to a month after Endgame now because it's been about a week in that timeline of of the hex, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a month is not enough. It's literally a month. When she was snapped away, she didn't have time to grieve. Yeah, you know, so uh, she, it's all starting to come to her. You know, she's losing vision again. She's you know uh, now at some point it looks like she's trying to keep him away from her, which is nuts. You know. You, the goal is to have vision around you love vision like why are you putting literal obstacles in the middle of the street just to keep (laughs) them away uh you know in true modern family form right but um she's losing it man she's you know there's uh uh the milk carton changing the uh the curtains changing the duck pop or the goose popping up again uh you know she doesn't have control of her powers and i think that's because Whoever's manipulating her, whether it is Agatha or still Mephisto throughout Agatha, um, I think I think they're they feel like they're losing her too, and that's why the reveal happened that we saw. Agreed, you know, and what <laughs> you know, I I will be honest though, I was slightly underwhelmed with the episode based on the runtime. I I wanted more. I. Every time I see those credits, we're greedy. I, I get I it. <laughs> feel, I feel this intense rage where I just want to scream at, at my screen. Like, just give us more. Oh, literally, an extra, t- literally five minutes right. of this exposition dump. Tell us everything. And then I will feel satisfied knowing that, oh, okay, perfect. So Agatha is 100% the villain. And we're still guessing because Mephisto could easily be, like, I think Mephisto is involved in some capacity. And oh, even sure. if he isn't, the villain for the show. I wholeheartedly believe he will he will be a part of this multiverse saga, being Spider Man three, right. in the multiverse of madness. Not, not to say like Mephisto will be the main villain of Spider Man right. three. He could be. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Any of the possibility or Marvel. Hey, I mean, he, look, Mephisto could just be pulling the strings and making things a little more difficult for everyone all on the way. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Yeah. We really don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, you know, in the one interview I noticed, um. You know, at this point, we know it's Agnes S. Agatha that was speaking behind the camera. Um, do you think maybe this is what you you deserve? When when uh, Wanda was interviewing and saying like, I don't know why I'm going through this, and I don't know what's going wrong, why Vision hates me, and all this stuff, you know, all running through her head. This is kind of creepy. This whole like 
since the Halloween episode, there's like a very eerie, you know, the last last scene going into the basement. There's a very eerie feel to this, man. There's like it's gotta be a devil type of thing. You know, it's like if it's not Mephisto, what the hell is it? You know? Uh, you know, for me, I I'm almost on the on the realm of like does Wanda this kind of deserve it? I mean, like I, even though like it's kind of crazy to go against an <laughs> Avenger and Wanda, who we've all grown to love throughout the MCU, but she's kind of just being crazy to be crazy, right? I mean, she has her grief, but you know, I think so. If we were to reflect on the creation of the hex, I think Wanda did all of that on her own accord. I don't even think Agatha was not not necessarily existent, but she had no part. And manipulating Wanda, she kills Sparky. I think Agatha, but she did, yeah, (laughs) Sparky. Um, that was terrible. I hate Agatha for that. Honestly, you know what? And I feel like we just (laughs) just tell John Wick to go inside the hex to take care of all of it. You don't kill a dog without John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking Keanu Reeves, bringing his uh, like Ghostwriter. I know, right? (laughs) Constantine, yeah, Constantine. You kill Sparky. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I mean, like DC and Marvel crossover. But um, what were you saying? My bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're fine. But, um, yeah, you know, it's Agatha, I mean, credits to the actor as well. I mean, she is definitely an evil entity. And I, I hate to call her a human being. She's not a human being. I mean, she's no, a literal rich. And <laughs> once they explain her backstory, how long she has existed, right? You know, what she has done. Because for all we know, she can just travel between multiple realities. Right. That's a possibility as well. I mean, she anything. Could, maybe she was traveling to, to find the, the most powerful being to help her, you know, pull Mephisto out of wherever he is or, or get him to be, you know, with her. You know, because yeah. Agatha and him are, were, in some degree, kind of husband and wife, right? <laughs> you know, so. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because what, because if you recall in uh, the X Men universe, uh, Scarlet Witch does exist. Uh, oh, yeah. In the form of a younger sister. Yes. Because what if that Agatha went to that reality, but realized that Scarlet, like Scarlet Witch in that universe, wasn't powerful enough, and they came across that Peter or Pietro, then, you know, sort of. We might, uh, what if we get a scene know. of him at the house with that sister, and she's just like, "This is not what I need. This is not who I need, but I need you." And then, I don't know, man. It's a way to bring mutants in. I think still think Wanda's going to be some sort of. Uh, uh, catalyst to bring mutants in to activate the mutant gene amongst humans um i think infinity stones still could could did with with the multiple snaps could potentially play a role in that um we also got to think eternals is coming man and eternals have a little bit of relation to mutants too in terms of uh being a catalyst for Mm -hmm. the mutant gene uh catalyst for the deviants uh the celestials obviously are, are kind of the ones who control the eternals uh, from yeah. a little bit of the research i've done and tell them to stay in or out of it it meaning whatever conflict is out there uh right. maybe we find out that's why they didn't jump in to help with thanos um whether it's a memory wipe or something like that that, that prevented them from doing so thanos his dad wasn't eternal right or celestial i'm sorry celestial oh uh, i i Layers, not Hilarious was was one or the other. I know for a fact Thanos is is confirmed to be in it. I think as a younger version, a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. he had some knowledge of who the Eternals were, or maybe he did, and then they wiped his mind, and didn't want him to know that that power was accessible to be able to do what he wanted to do. Um, we do have to remember we we saw a Celestial using the Power Stone, twenty fourteen Guardians of the Galaxy. I was yeah. I mean yeah. that's a Celestial. Also nowhere, where the Collector is. Mm-hmm. The the world is a celestial head severed. Did you know that? Oh no, I did not. Go actually. back and look at it. It's one of the celestials. The actual world is a severed head of a celestial. So do you think the Eternals were responsible? I know we're kind of you know jumping yeah, a little off track. No, it's all kind of related at the same but... time because they have a big part in what's going to be happening. I think. So. Do you do you think the Eternals eliminated all, if not? In this case, there would be possibly two celestials. I think eliminated. to some degree, we're going to see some rogue Eternals 
get pissed off that the Celestials are controlling what they want, you know, what they want to do. In the end, I think we see a Celestial. I mean, this is all just kind of theory on my end, but yeah, um, you know, Celestials kind of come in and, and and wipe their minds and trap them to some degree, and that's why they weren't there to help when they, when when we needed them with Thanos. Um, you know, that that's kind of my 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 running up with it. I mean, one hundred ten percent, we saw Celestial with the Power Stone. One hundred ten percent, we know. No, no, nowhere, <laughs> nowhere yeah. is is a celestial. I mean, go back and look at it, bro. Like it's nuts. It's something that that I think any MCU enthusiast would love to like just look at it and be like, "Holy crap!" The Eternals have been teased for so long, we never knew. Also, ego is a celestial, bro. Egos confirm as a celestial Eagle because he mentioned wow. that he was a celestial. If you don't remember, and he said that he was looking for a son or kid that was just as powerful as him to to make. A, a, a pan ultimate celestial explaining right. why peter quill is able to yeah, hold a, hold an infinity hold stone infinity in his hand the only Literally. people that can are eternals and celestials and then captain marvel for some reason but um so you know it, at least in marvel canon but um yeah. <laughs> mcu that's to be seen but I, look the the signs have been there for so long you got celestials and, and guardians to celestial uh proof of, of i can't remember his name i think it's it's a guy with a stick. I can't remember his name. Um, if, it's, if it's even a guy, the alien, whatever. Um, you know, a proof there. The nowhere, the nowhere head. No, uh, the, 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 you'll see if you look back on the uh, Guardians when they when the collector shows, kind of like a if you want to call it a video, but like, like a, a flashback almost. of a power stone be, of the power stone being used. It, mm-hmm. That's a celestial using it <laughs> to destroy right, a planet. Right, right, right. Um, and then again, the head of nowhere. So. These these little sprinkles, like it's stuff that I remember, you know, that happened, but I didn't really put two and two together that they were related to the Eternals. Um, I, there's so many signs and and sprinkles of all that, man. Very it's, interesting. And you know, I'm curious, like from your perspective, why do you think? So, did Marvel own the rights to the Celestials? Uh, I like, think were they, they allowed to fully yeah, use them, that, that was, was that never property? yeah that was no it wasn't a fox property it was definitely something they were able to sprinkle in because they had I mean you can't use any of the fox stuff and they used it back in 2014 with the guardians so yeah um yeah. they you know the celestials were literally mentioned in guardians too you can't even say the word unless you have the rights from fox or mutant to the prime example and they never I mean the they, they just call them enhance you know Wanda and and Quicksilver you know they yeah, they can't yeah, even yeah. say words so there's no way celestials were fox specific i think they were a part of the mcu and just thought they weren't ready to bring them in you know it's the story that they told pre you know pre-endgame uh didn't need the eternals i think now you can bring in the internals for a more cosmic uh kind of uh future for the mcu so Um, surfer Surfer, fantastic four they get their powers obviously from a lot of the cosmic power uh, forces out there um and, and honestly i think you know where that's different than Wanda's uh, powers of magic and where that's different from like what she is, it's, it's the same in that this is so powerful. They're powerful in their own rights and have that power. Uh, so it's exciting, man. You just, you look back at some of the old movies, you're like, holy shit, that's an eternal dog or a celestial. And, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, holy damn. But, um, you know, so, she mentioned Ralph again. Is, is Ralph actually Mephisto? Do we think I just want to mention that real quick. Agnes mentioned Ralph one more time, and I'm just kind of like, is, is she just like hoping Ralph becomes like that's Mephisto? And she's speaking like in like someone that's not actually there, but you hopes know, Mephisto's Ralph. <laughs> I, I think when the showrunner uh, and the screenwriters were crafting this show. They knew for a fact that fans were going to look at every minor detail and overanalyze to a point where they are going to be confused about everything. <laughs> so what what I'm trying to say is that I'm not disagreeing that Ralph can certainly like Ralph can certainly be Mephisto, right. like just simply refer refer to him on a more human level, um, makes it easier for her, even though she's a little rich. So. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how easy that can really be. I mean, you're not even human yourself, and you're, you know, right. trying to like. I mean, if anything, it almost comes off as condescending. I mean, your husband theoretically is the devil. I mean, I, I really think he'd feel pleased with you just referring him by a human name. I mean, I, I think he value, values right. himself more, you know, than a, than a sheer mortal, right? I mean, for goodness sakes, he extracts souls from human beings and collectively holds them inside of a hell. 
right. you know, for eternity. Right. Um, you know, but not to get off track, but the point I'm trying to make is, you know, <laughs> there are many theories in which I was completely wrong. I mean, I said Mephisto was Quicksilver, for instance. Probably not going to be the case. Um, and, and I'm sure, you know, like you probably held theories to yourself in the back of your mind. You're thinking, okay, well, I kind of want to see how this, you know, plays out. Which is a compliment to the show, right? Like, I don't want to have the definitive answer. And, you know, I mentioned this to you, like, off the podcast uh, after we finished episode one, is I wasn't a fan of episode four because it just revealed everything. I didn't want to know everything. Right. Um, I have no issue with them bringing in a story. Like, there has to be, like, some organization or some Avenger, like, trying to prevent To some degree, you're kind of, like both ways you're like give me more but give me less like <laughs> yeah, yeah think, exactly i think for what you're saying though and i kind of agree is is we want more of the less we want more of the stuff that's kind of grabbing us and making us stay we want to stay more and more and more and then boom yeah, hit us yeah. episode eight with everything or, or nine but by the end of it you know um, but which i think they're going to be a 10 kevin feige said what he said because he is not lying he said eight nine ten he didn't say eight nine ten. He said last three episodes, and I think eight nine ten is coming. <laughs> yeah. Do you so? Do you recall? Like, was there an official interview for that? Because I can't find any anything uh, online. Not, I don't, and I doubt he. Was I think people were just misquoting him. He just said six hours of content. I don't even think he said like the last three episodes were an hour. Yeah. I think it was maybe nine episodes. Maybe it, it could, miss... I think the ten, the tenth episode could easily be. Um, they recently announced like the making of WandaVision, which I could just be like an hour long documentary. Of that, right? Of you that, know, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. That's a possibility. I mean, I hope at least the last two episodes are a little longer. I want to get now. I want to get more of like what's actually happening. You know, break break down what's going on. Give us the big reveals, and you know, leave it out with a bang, and then put us right into Falcon Winter Soldier. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know. So, <sighs> all right. So we we got to go back a little bit to this uh, these powers that our Miss Monica Rambeau is getting out here. All right. So she's clear as day spectrum now at this point, or one of her many aliases throughout the Marvel comics um, has powers. We, we saw that clear as day uh, follows the spectrum, her, her alias spectrum's powers where she can see kind of a lot of the photo lights and uh, can use those powers to shoot energy and things like that. We saw the energy when Wanda's about to freaking snap her in half uh, break out of Wanda's hold essentially i mean she's she's strong monica already and uh i mean do you think that's more so like a mutant thing or do you think just uh like where are we going with this because it, and obviously the same powers that wanda's using is 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 from the mind stone essentially right you know it was given to her through the mind stone um do we think wanda's powers can now activate something within people to make them enhance which we all know the word for enhance for the most part is mutant. So, yeah, so um, where are you at with that? Do you think it's a mutant gene type of scenario or do you think it's something else? Um, You know, I, I'm not familiar with Monica Rambeau as a character, so I'm going to, my response is going to be limited, but I, I don't right. think if I'm not mistaken, she's not a mutant. I, I really think this might just be the result of her entering I mean, even Darcy explicitly mentions as well, like, if you enter the reality again, I mean, your cells are literally going to be rewritten. Right. I think the mutant gene will be separate. Um, okay. Though, if they do introduce this gene, which now that Disney has acquired Fox, they can explicitly, you know, mention mutants. Right. You know, they can bring in characters like Magneto, Professor X, and that's something I want to discuss a bit later. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for the sake of the story, if they say, listen, everyone that was inside the hex, excluding Vision and Wanda, are now mutants, you know, that could be easier for general audiences. That way you don't have to be like these weird exceptions, like, okay, wait a minute, so you're telling me that Monica can enter reality three times and is somehow not a mutant, but she's her own, like, being, so I think... It all depends. I think, so I I think they're most likely going down that route, and even though they don't mention, you know, mutants now, they, like, Marvel has a plan, 
and yeah. I'm eager to see what they have in store for us uh, later. Yeah, but. yeah, I think they're. I mean, they'll dig more in when they get to an actual X Men X Men movie. But I think they're going to start to sprinkle in the word mutant gene, or just yeah. you know, have the genome uh, kind of research throughout the the, the Marvel you know, the MCU until we get an X Men movie. And you know, there's this gene out there that's that's kind of showing up in all these people since the snap happened, or you know, something like that, where they kind of. Or maybe they just do a multiverse thing and just bring them in. <laughs> I mean, who, who knows, man? You know, honestly, we yeah. don't know. We really don't know. So, you know, I think the idea would be uh, they're going to go with some form of not such a large population of mutants. I think it'll be, you know, whether it's going back to the comics, uh, Wanda destroying 90% of mutants uh, with their powers. House of something, M, yep. something like that. House of M, yep. Um, you know, something like that where, you know, we we can in a way they kind of had to minimize the impact of mutants because there can be so many people with powers it becomes overwhelming of what's expected from the mcu right where if you minimize the amount of mutants uh, you know to a smaller percentage it's easier to kind of integrate them with the avengers or other villains and things like that where it's a lot easier to kind of make that go along right um so you know i think they have a plan like you said i, I do try i've trusted them this long right i gotta keep trusting them now so. <laughs> yeah i know right um you're committed so i this this post-credit scene pietro pops up and says snooper snoop and monica just looks kind of scared but nothing really happens after that right it cuts right off are we thinking uh, uh, Pietro's a little bit of a good guy here still, even though Agatha brought him along? I think so. I mean, I I am now a firm believer that this is the Quicksilver from the Fox universe. This is Evan Peters' Quicksilver. Very similar personality, albeit with the memories of the Quicksilver version from the MCU. Right. I know because they both like that, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it's a podcast. We have an hour. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so I think, um, you know, like, it's it's interesting. This I was a bit disappointed he wasn't the episode. Um, and like, it's just, it's very interesting. I mean, we've like had multiple discussions about the multiverse. I think there will come a point where Pietro or excuse me, Peter will realize, wait a minute, like, what am I doing here? Like I should be, you know, back up with Professor X or all these other characters. Right. And, you know, so I, I don't have a definitive answer. I mean, that like his quote was very like super snoopers, like what yeah are you implying like what are you trying to imply like it seems kind of like kind of a little laid back like i'm not here to to rat you out to agatha you know it's more so like how can i help you know like it it seemed like that kind of like playful x-men uh peter more so yeah Um, do i think he you know we're gonna see a big uh a big i think there's so many i think there's like a i think there's two more reveals i think once uh dr strange and yes. obviously, and, and I think the others are obviously going to end up being Mephisto. Um, I think they team together and try to make something happen. Monica uses her powers to fight. Wanda uses hers. Vision tries to help. Uh, and um, we kind of go from there. So, uh, look, that that was an excellent episode. A, a little frustrating that we didn't get more. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, there's, there's, there's a couple things they could have done to add into that and make it a little more impactful. Of course, you know, but so far, I'm giving every episode an A, A or more, because they're they're doing great. They're not giving us too much. They're leaving us to to continue to talk about it and draw us in. Um, but now I think it's time to really kick it into gear and, and show us what's going on here and and what they can do to to stop what's going on here. But I think everything that happens here on out is going to affect the MCU going forward. Um, yes. You know, and it's just insane because this was never planned to be the first thing off the new phase you know the new phase was supposed to be black widow and then uh, i'm talking with a soldier i think if i'm mistaken 
Yeah. So, the release order is crazy. Uh, it's very, just the release order crazy. changed, but it, it was like almost a perfect, you know, entrance into this, right? They, they, yeah, they changed it completely. So, uh, and, and I think what ended up being for good. So, uh, I do want to roll with a couple. You have, I know you had a couple of theories when it came to uh, a couple of the X Men and stuff like that. Um, I want to get into Ultron. Hmm. Um, and I know you had a theory you want to talk about too. You have a couple of theories. I know you had an X Men one, right? Something to do with Magneto, and then you had something to do with Ultron, right? You were going to mention something with Magneto, I think. I think so. Yeah, we can, uh, go, we can go with what you had to say with that. But yeah, yeah. let's get into the Ultron thing real quick. Uh, and I want to hear your full theory because I think it's kind of on the same tune of me. So, real quick for me, um, I think. So we know that. Hayward was trying to rebuild Vision. Yes. In the car, they were looking at the phone. Jimmy Wu had the uh, files from Darcy that said, you know, trying to rebuild the sentient being. That's what he said. Project Spectrum, Um, I believe, is what they referred to. uh... Right. And we know that Vision was created for Ultron. Like, Ultron created that body for himself. He wanted to be Vision. Like have the vision body, had the vision, had the control of the mind stone, all of it. Uh, so maybe you know, I think you mentioned this before. Hayward has some kind of Ultron connection mm. here, and and uh, he wants that body back. He wants it back, and he thinks it's his. So yeah, I mean, go go with your theory here. And we'll yeah, sure. So of course, I want to give credit. This is a, really came from like a handful of Marvel accounts. Um, so I obviously want to give credit to them. I don't have their names memorized, but I know like Prime Picks 151, if I'm not mistaken, is a huge one who um, sort of like expands upon these theories. And I'm able to, so I definitely want to give credit to him, Denna Geeks, and the smattering of other people who I'm able to sort of like bounce ideas off of. And then that's how I managed to gain his information. So I want to give credit to them first before I obviously move forward. So when I, I looked at this and they were, you know, kind of like, explaining this and everything i believe like ultron can be hayward i mean the intentions are there his obsession with locating the body i mean there is definitely an ounce of frustration not even an ounce of frustration like a full level of frustration that wanda took the body from the facility created an entire reality in which he's not even allowed to enter right and even if he attempts to enter, the possibility he can die. And right. even if he doesn't die, but, there are some unintended consequences. But you remember, he mentioned that we're going to be gearing up and loading up, you know, in a couple hours or whatever. So he's ready for war. I mean, he, he wants Vision's body bad. And honestly, I think with him seeing that Vision is fully put back together, which which they mentioned again in, in the vehicle when they were looking at the, the file from Darcy, uh, he was unsuccessful, he meaning Hayward, was unsuccessful in recreating Vision. So now that he sees Vision's full nice body all up in the hex, he's like, no, 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 no. We going to war because I need that shit. <laughs> you know, like, that's mine. <laughs> so, right. And what what other person besides Ultron would want that? I mean, is Ultron holding Hayward's family hostage? You know, when they snap back, did Ultron just grab him and say, hey, I need you to try to get me Vision's body? I mean, uh, or did Ultron create a some some semblance of a, a LMD, you know, life model decoy like the the Agents of Shields, uh, uh, one season they had the LMDs were like a big a big thing in the Agents of Shield. That's not truly canon, but um, and and he, it's just you know uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing type of scenario. Uh, what do you think? What, what are you leaving? Is this kind of the the hostage of the family, or do you think it's literally just Hayward in some form of a robot type scenario? You know, I think this can go either way. Um, you know, the fact cause I feel as if Director Hayward, you know, despite his very tough demeanor, I mean, he brings up plenty of valid points. Right. You know, Monica, Jimmy, and Darcy have act like have very good intentions. They obviously want to help Wanda. Right. Um, even Monica brings up a point in saying, even if she is our problem, she's also our solution. Like only Wanda is capable of I, I'm not destroying even confident that. Doctor Strange can come in there and change everything like that. I'm not confident. Yeah. That, that girl's strong as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and Hayward, I, I think Hayward was wrong for for mentioning, oh, uh, I'm glad you were here when your mother died. That was like, awful. Like, well, I I, I'm sorry. I understand you're an authority figure. 
you have to be respected. But come on, like you have to yeah, show show respect to the daughter of someone who literally gave you a job. Like right. let's make that great. Like well, you wouldn't be here so that's if not thing. for Maria. It makes me think there's no way if she was that close to her that he he would ever make that comment. You know what I mean? It 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 seemed like an almost like extensive anger that had nothing to do with Monica, and it's just like some reasoning behind it. You know families held hostage or, or it's just not him it's not actually hayward and here's a theory i have with this vision died right mm-hmm. what did vision do to ultron the minute they got to sokovia literally what did he do to him he locked him out yeah so when vision's dead can he still lock someone out no he cannot Ultron's out there, dude. Ultron was out there the minute his stone got ripped out of his head, meaning Visions, you know, Thanos. Am I right or am I wrong? I, I said I, I said this from the beginning. Ultron did not die at the end of Avengers 2. No, he just got he locked into a certain area within the mainframe, if you want to call it, right? Yeah, I mean, he'd he be like in the, in the toaster oven or, you know, like a... <laughs> literally like a nine I mean, gigabyte he, hard drive you I never mean, know like it could be anywhere <laughs> think about it you know the, 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 it could be literally any swarm of technology within sokovia right um he just locked him in a certain area maybe he still locked him into that one thing he moved to quickly when he was doing that you know because you know as that was going on maybe maybe uh, ultron in some way was like let me throw myself on this backup server real quick just in case you know and maybe you're still locked from doing anything else but from there on and after vision lost his life Vision had to have lost control of whatever he had changed in the mainframe. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Service, I right? mean, Ultron was definitely traveling around, potentially, in the five-year gap. Oh, I mean, for I sure. Mean, he, so that's the thing. And, and that can, yeah. that's the case. They, you know, he, he's, he goes to space through satellites. He goes to S.W.O.R.D.'s facilities. And it's like, yo, this guy that's the director of S.W.O.R.D. has a lot, or, you know, a, a top figure in S.W.O.R.D. He has uh, a lot of uh, a pull within within Sword. He's close to the the director of Sword at the time, Maria. Um, let me try to influence this guy, or let me be him in some form or fashion, you know? Because we don't know what kind of technology is out there by the time the the snap is, you know, post snap. So, I, I think to some form, uh, Ultron's like the outlying uh, villain to a degree, right? I think he's just kind of out there trying to get Vision's body, trying to be Vision. <laughs> Um, the Mind Stone's not a thing though, so he's just gonna get the vibranium body essentially for the most part. But, um, yeah, Hayward's there's another little key cog going on there, man. And uh, it may, where it's not maybe the main villain or the main scenario here, I think I think he's gonna be a big part of the. You know, there, there's Ultron's been around for a long time in the comics. I mean, he's created his own planet. He's he's tried to take over multiple planets. He's been I think he's gone against the Guardians of the Galaxy in the past. I mean. He could be anywhere. Literally, we we know this. He can literally be anywhere. Yeah, he <laughs> you could know, be a major factor for the cosmic side. I'm glad you mentioned him making his own planet. I mean, right. probably know he can be, you know, but an ally. I know it's kind of like skeptical to say this, but he can be an ally. Probably know. Like, let's say in the future to go against Galactus. Right. I mean, well, do you think Ultron thing. is capable of taking out a being that eats planets that takes away he, like life in a matter of seconds, like this? No, like he is no. going to be petrified of a threat of that scale. So he's going, right. you know, he's saying, listen, right. I don't care about you. May, you know, I he, care about my world. Right. And that's the thing. So it's like an uh, enemy of my enemy, right? It's my friend. So, you know, you go to, you go to Ultra and go see Avengers or vice versa. And you're just like, look, you can be Galactus's little flunky, which is probably what Galactus would try to do at first. Or you can... Uh, which he's probably going to eat your planet anyway because he just eats everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, or you can come work with us and try to make it happen. So, yeah, I could see that absolutely. I could see some sort of like alliance between him and and uh, and what would be the Avengers or Fantastic Four, or whatever the case is. But, um, that's I just think he's some he's got to be around. Ultron was was such an underrated villain, in my opinion. And I think they could have given him a longer standing in the MCU. And I think they knew that. I think the plan was for to give him that long-term standing in the MCU. And I think we're headed there, you know? So uh, I'm excited about that. So, so what do you got? You mentioned Magneto a little earlier. So I, I don't know if you had a theory or you just wanted to bring him up for just to make me happy or what you got. 
just so, mention that man without me. <laughs> you without know, me getting excited. I, I mentioned Mike. So Paul Bettany, and I'm sure I'm 100% confident you were aware of this. Um, you know, Paul Bettany said in the interview that there is a surprise actor that was not leaked. So Evan Peters, um, and even he outward confirmed, not Dr. Strange, that there is a surprise actor that I've always wanted to work with. What type of uh, British-related actors could have had an influence on Paul Bettany? Professor X and... Pa- Sir Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Now, Sir Patrick Stewart said he retired from the role of Professor X. Um, I think he did a phenomenal job. He played the character for, what, over 20-plus, you know, close to two decades, right? Right, right. Um, he's done. If I'm not mistaken, Ian McKellen did not... Te- like, I'm sure, like, Ian McKellen has reached an age in which perhaps he's not, like, securing as many roles because he just wants to live the remainder of his life, but right. they can easily secure him again for a quick cameo. Right. I think Magneto is the most logical character to bring in because of his connection to... Quicksilver and Wanda. Right. I mean, he's the father of those two. Right. Right. Um. At so I think the, the Fox universe. Yeah, and you know, if they if they are unable to get Ian McKellen, we have someone called Michael Fassbender. People love him. Mm. If he shows up, Mm-mm-mm. if he shows up, and he literally, you know, let's say like obliterates him. Like, could you imagine him? You come in, like a portal opens up. You hear the X Men theme in the background, or his theme. He enters through and literally just obliterates Agatha. I'm gonna tell you. What right would now, you do if if you if you saw that? I want to uh, hear your. Honestly, reaction. I would personally go to Kevin Feige's house, and I would. No, I can't even go that deep. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Uh, no, <laughs> honestly. So look, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I, I am, and you can agree, disagree. I don't care what anybody says. I think Michael Fassbender was arguably the best part of the Fox universe. He played, now, had, did they write him wrong at times? Yes. Did they write the plot wrong as a whole in multiple movies? Obviously. <laughs> they lost the rights for a reason. They sold them for a reason, right? But he was phenomenal. He's a phenomenal actor. He he played the role extremely well. Um, you know, they, they, they sorted him a lot of scenes. I think they could have done better. Um, I, I just think him as an actor is great. That, that'd be yes, that'd be a great way to kind of bring him into the to the MCU in the fold. I don't I don't know if you necessarily. I'm more honestly this. So selfishly, I would say bring him in and have him kill everybody. <laughs> but unselfishly, <laughs> a little bit of a cameo pop up, sure. something like that. A little bit of fan service, if you want to call it. Uh, I'd be okay with that. You know that that'd be fine with me. Um, but you know the options are open. The options are totally open with any anything MCU related. Uh, cameos don't require contracts, from my understanding. It's just a little bit of a quick cameo type of contract scenario. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, so you know, if they want to work with him to actually be Magneto in the MCU in the future, sure. Um, there's there's rumors he might be Doctor Doom, so they may not even want to put him towards the Magneto uh, realm. Just put him as Doctor Doom instead. Um, and that's you know, obviously in the end, it's on him to to choose that. But uh, yeah, I love I love that man. I, I think you know. Look, Paul Bettany did say, along with that, uh, that that this actor that that's coming up, that's the Luke Skywalker that that uh, Elizabeth Olsen referenced, like the Luke Skywalker esque uh, reveal. It still hasn't happened. He said it's not happening today, meaning the seventh episode, and he said it's going to happen still. So. It could be another X-Men related character. Uh, I, I don't think Dr. Strange is even that guy. I think Dr. Strange could still pop up, but I don't think he's that big reveal. I mean, we, we've we seen Dr. So the big reveal for me would be, you know, Luke Skywalker-esque. Like, I kind of, I, I get it, but like, we kind of all know Dr. Strange is coming. Nobody really knew Luke was coming. I mean, you did. But we suspected as such. Suspected. We all know. I mean, literally, they've told us that she's a part of Doctor Strange multiverse, meaning Doctor Strange has to pop up at some point to figure out what's going on with the multiverse, right? So we kind of know. There was no real no with the Luke Skywalker one. Uh, so I think this is going to be genuinely a true surprise for everyone. Uh, you know, this this reveal, which could be next episode. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes, man. I'm I'm excited for it and. Uh, I just love this stuff so much, man. It's just so exciting, and 
a lot more to go. Two more episodes of WandaVision, guys. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to obviously go ahead and keep going off with these uh, ne- next two episodes. And hopefully a 10th episode pops up. And if not, then we'll just do an episode that kind of focus or, or a pod episode that focuses on uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. And, uh, you know, any new trailers, please give me an Eternals trailer. Please, please, please give me an Eternals trailer. Yes. Uh, uh, I want to discuss that. Um, you know, uh, I... be content, man. This is this is the year of it. We've been through a lot of crap this past year with COVID. I just want honestly, I would like to be in a theater again. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> uh, you know, I love theaters. Obviously, you know, we go we go to every movie we possibly can. Um, I'll even take Black Widow at this point. Give me something. I need something, please. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Um, look, a lot of content to go through, guys. We're very excited. Um, I'm just, I think, I think, I think, I think Magneto's going to pop up and I can't wait. I can't wait. Just a little cameo. If it's, if it's if one it, of the commercials, a magnet commercial, give me something. <laughs> like, if, I don't even care. I, if they, I swear, if they literally do a sweeping shot of his, like, it's a comic accurate outfit with his, with his cape, pin up, and then, like, literally turn the camera to reveal who would try, I, I, I'm going to do things. Um, it's gonna be, bro. It's gonna be amazing. So, wow! Uh, like, hey, thank you guys for coming on to We Can Be Heroes. Uh, we are gonna be here every single week, or what seems like for the rest of the year, with all this new content coming out. Um, <laughs> drop in any anything we can think of to kind of bring the content that we can. Next week we're, we're gonna have a guest, uh, Derek Myers, the owner of OTS, is gonna come on with us and and talk about the the eighth episode. Uh, anybody else that wants to come on is obviously more than welcome as well. Um, you know, we're just going to be here, man, giving out the content as best we can. Uh, go ahead and follow me at John underscore OTS on Twitter. As I mentioned before, go ahead to the uh, OTS Facebook page, OTS Facebook group. Um, there is a show tonight called Fans. Uh, they're going to be doing a live YouTube video. It's always uh, live in the sense of like hyped. Uh, you know, a bunch of people are always in there, 40 to 50 people giving their comments about Usher versus Chris Brown tonight. So we're going to be going song for song to figure out what's going on with that. Um, hey, hey, uh, OTS is here for the content. We're here for you, Matt. You can go ahead and tell where we can follow you. Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me over on Instagram, Matt underscore T29. That's M A T T underscore T E E 29, all uh, lowercase letters. Um, as always, you know, thank you for the support on the first episode. You know, uh, like John mentioned in the very first one, you know, we're a small piece of the puzzle. You know, we're just looking to deliver content to as many people as possible. And even if it's a single person, even if it's 10 people, 80 people, you know, it, what matters is that we're able to make people happy and to sort of have them, you know, collaborate with us, you know, to have conversations, you know, because at the end of the day, Marvel, Star Wars, or even DC, um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, those are medias that we have an immense passion for, <laughs> not DC. Um, and I think ultimately we're just extremely grateful to all of you who are just watching and enjoying uh this this podcast so can't wait to uh Good to say better hey, folks next week more is gonna keep coming man we got we got a bunch of stuff coming out zach sanders dc's coming out march 18th official uh i do want to go over that matt's super excited for me to to watch it because i told him not to tell me any spoilers so it's gonna be oh, a complete yeah. surprise for me uh, so, you know, we, maybe we, we do a quick little uh, a jump on that and, uh, you know, a bunch of Star Wars content coming out the rest of this year, also the beginning of next year. It, look, guys, we got plenty of stuff to talk about, stuff I love to talk about anyway. Anybody's welcome on the show to come bring it on. And uh, if you want to argue with me, you're going to lose, but, you know, we can try it out. So, hey, <laughs> thank you. We can be heroes. We out. Peace. <laughs>